0: Welcome, everyone, to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today my guest is Dr. Peter Martoni, and we're going to be talking all about sleep, sleep position, and how you can really improve your night's sleep by how you sleep. So welcome, Dr. Peter. It's really an honor to have you on the podcast.
1: Well, thank you so much. And and I know that when you have a podcast, it, it takes a big commitment, and it's a commitment to your audience. And it's a commitment to a message that you're trying to share with the world. So I really just want to recognize you and, and the, the, um, amount of effort that you put into being able to, um, educate your community and how lucky they are to have you.
0: Oh, thank you for saying that. Well, it's, it's definitely a passion of mine. And I, love sharing information. And I also love learning. I feel like I get to learn every week by these um, amazing people and just, you know, share that right to the uh, my patients in the treatment room. So it's it's really a win-win-win. So um, I just want our, my audience to get to know you. We have a couple of ways our um, paths have crossed. We have our mutual friend, Kelly Kennedy. And then when I was in the biohacking conference in 2022, I walked by your booth. And I was like super intrigued with what you had created. Um, and so here we are, like almost a year later, uh, recording this. So um, why don't we dive in and just uh, a little bit about your background and your story and kind of what set you up to really um, think of the body um, from a structural and a, a biomechanic uh, lens?
1: Well, so that, that's great. Um, I, thank you for that. I, um, I'm an exercise physiologist, um, in uh, minor in kinesiology, so I love the study of biomechanics, right? So how the body moves and how it moves in space and how you stand, and then I'm also a chiropractor. So when you put the the idea that the nervous system controls everything in the human body, and then you can you encase that nervous system within the spinal structure, it just made sense to me that when the spine is Misaligned, it interferes with the function of the nervous system, and thus interfering with your your health and well being. So when that was introduced to me, I was actually um, going to medical school, and when I had met a chiropractor, in, and when I first got chiropr- chiropractic care when I was younger in in high school, I went to kind of like a chiropractor where I was just in pain, and they they racked and stacked me, and and it just wasn't what of wasn't my jam. And then when I had met a chiropractor that really you know, ask me, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm going to medical school. He's like, why? I'm like, I want to help people. He's like, you know, you ever thought about chiropractic? I'm like, Yeah, no, I'm good. It's just kind of not my jam. And uh, he's like, you know, and they was asking me questions. And I had always had, I was in an auto accident, you know, when I was younger, and I always had stomach issues. And they kind of explained to me, you know, if, 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 if the spine was out of alignment in the, and it affects the nerve going to the stomach, if you realign that spine and, and, and improve the function of the spine in that area, you could, you know, you could, you know, help your digestive tract. And I had always been on like a, a, like Tums because I always had upset stomachs. And once I got adjusted within three adjustments, I never had a stomach issue. And then hence, you know, I, I moved into the chiropractic world. And, and that really became my, I guess, love affair with, with the application of Of how your posture affects your structure and then your structure affects your overall health.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you learn something firsthand, you know, like that experience that you have, it's like you can't turn back, right? It's just you become a believer and then you want to share that medicine, you know, with everybody who wants to listen, right? And so um, here we are uh, talking about um, an invention, right? You have this um, neck nest that you've created. And so I just want to kind of hear a little bit about, I mean, Have you invented other things before this product?
1: So I I guess it's, you know, it kind of goes with that type of, I have that type of brain where it's like an ADD brain and it's always innovating and I'm always looking at ways to help people, you know, as a, as a healer. And, and again, you know, my, I guess my personal story where like, how does a chiropractor become a sleep specialist? Like how does that zigzag into that world? well I had kind of a little you know hidden you know, a little dark secret where I was always in pain most of my life even through my chiropractic care I'd been a chiropractor at that time for 15 years just about, about 14 years and but I always had back pain I had neck pain and I was getting adjusted regularly and I was good while I got adjusted but if I didn't get adjusted I would always have pain but I'm like hey, you know what I'm just I'm a really competitive mountain biker. Oh, I I love to, you know, I love to ski and I always attribute it to, oh, I'm just at the gym. So I always kind of made excuses for that chronic labrum tear that I had, that hip issue, that impingement syndrome in my shoulder. So I would make excuses about my, to myself about all of that pain until one time. I had that little bit of a mountain biking injury, which I never, you know, it wasn't a big issue. I've had those before, but three days later, I hurt my disc herniated and my entire leg was numb. I was in in, intense pain. They gave me so much morphine. Well, I had to call the ambulance. They gave me so much morphine when they went to the uh, emergency room. They asked my wife if I was a drug addict because I was in so much pain. So I'm hooked up on Dilaudid. I couldn't feel my leg. I'm like, am I ever going to be able to walk again, practice again? And, and it was not a really, really good place. So I started kind of getting into my own brain thinking, wait a second, how could it come to this? And I knew that there was a pattern, right? Because I had been seeing thousands and thousands and thousands of adjustment I mean, people. And so I reviewed 3,000 x-rays and I came up with a pattern. I took six x-rays today. And the same pattern still exists when when you lose the cervical curve in your neck which is should be a nice arch in your neck and because everybody's on cell phones and computers and they're sleeping curled up in balls they're losing the structure and then when you lose the curve through what's called the writing reflex the body curves the spine so you end up with the scoliosis in the back because you lose the cervical curve. And that happens in so many people. And so when in that, that that curve, what happens is the psoas major muscle spasms the twist. And it's the only muscle in the human body that attaches directly to a disc. And it attaches to the back discs. So yeah. I that epiphany hit me. I'm like, holy mackerel. I never had a back yeah. problem all these years. I had cervical neck issue. And then I concluded it was because of the way that I slept
0: wow wow what a um, what a story and you know wow like you know chronic pain is like no joke it is something that uh, really humbles you you know each day and many people who are listening uh, can probably you know relate to, to that story of chronic pain and still finding answers and struggling and so once you found this you know um, you know this finding right that the you know, curvature in your upper cervical neck had um, really disappeared, you know, what was your path to rebuilding and what was your path to recovery? And did that translate to pain reduction?
1: So I I learned a long time ago, whenever you come up with a theory or you come up with something, you really need to base that on law, right? So law would be like, if I drop, Something, gravity states that that's going to hit the floor. So when I when I started to build the, my my concepts, I built them on three laws, which is the way the body works. Like there's no arguing. Like there's no passing and go and collecting two hundred. This is how the body works. Law number one is that bone restructures based on the stresses applied. Law number two. So that's Wolf's law. Davis's law says tissue remolds based on the stresses applied. And law number three, the writing reflex. This is very important. Body posture. Everybody talks about their posture. Weak core, weak core, weak stomach. Oh, I got to do more core, core, core. Body posture adjusts to head positioning. So the way that you hold your head, is directly affected by the way that you sleep because over a period of time, your tissue will remold based on using a pillow the wrong way. So so most people have neck discomfort and hip issues that are chronic over a period of time and they lean to one side because of the way that they're sleeping. So once I started to change the way I slept, my shoulder impingement syndrome that I had had for six years went away. My lower back issue. Once I started working on my soas major and improving the arch in my neck, is was completely gone. I've never had a disc issue again since in the last twelve years, and wow. I, I I'm fifty years old and I have less discomfort and more energy than when I was thirty five years old. So it's it's really been amazing.
0: <laughs> That's incredible. Um, well, um. I I'm just curious since you've done so much research, like when people are in pain, obviously they sleep in certain positions, but we have, you know, I you know, I just think about, you know, Americans and, you know, our patients, like we have people with sleep apnea and mouth breathing and, um, insomnia and all of these other things. Is there a pattern and how these people sleep as well that you have found? Yes.
1: That's very mm-hmm. interesting. So there, it's a kind of a, a catch 22. They're, they're sleeping in positions that are reinforcing their problems. Right. So, mm-hmm. and it really goes back. So when I was six years old, I can still remember. I was always told go to sleep. Right? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Never taught how to sleep. Always taught go to sleep. So you go in your room. I lived in Malden, Massachusetts, on a busy street. My headboard was against a window on the back porch and I of the front porch. And I always can remember that I thought that somebody was going to smash through the window and kidnap me. So I felt uns not safe. So what yeah. I did is I created this environment where I would ro- curl up in a ball, I put a, a pillow over my head, all my stuffed animals around me, and I created yeah. a safe environment to get to sleep. So mm-hmm. most people, when they fall asleep, are just falling asleep to get to sleep. They, they're not understanding what that's causing to the structure. So when experts talk about sleep, they talk about only th- two legs of a three dimensions, they talk about recharging and repairing, but nobody talks about the realignment or the destruction in the posture that's happening because the body's in these contorted positions. So, so that is, um, you know, so that's kind of, you know, how I, I look at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So obviously the things that I rattled off are going to benefit by getting in the right, you know, the, you know, correct sleep posture. Due to Davis's
1: law, correct. Things will remold and will restructure. But at the beginning, it will be painful. But pain in the right direction is improvement.
0: Yeah, okay. And, um, thank you for that clarification. So, um, walk us through, you know, how you, you know, figured out this correct, um, sleep posture to rebuild that, um, cervical uh, curvature. So,
1: so I, I I looked at the laws and I looked at the structure of the spine. Uh, And so understanding that the spine is supposed to have curves so the Mm -hmm. curve in the cervical spine has this nice curve most people Mm -hmm. have no curve so the the, Mm -hmm. the head is forward over the over the hips and then the body responds like this when you restructure the spine with a slight scoliosis and forward head posture you are affecting a nerve called the vagus nerve so you have a digestion issue a breathing issue heart palpitations and an immune system dysfunction due to loss of curve in the cervical spine. Mm -hmm. So what I said, well, then how am I going to fix that? Well, you can't support something in the body and fix it because when you support it, you're making it weaker. Mm -hmm. So back support, lumbar support, arch support, cervical support. When you're sleeping, everything makes support makes the body weaker. When you try to take over a function of the body, like putting your arm in a cast, the law will be the bone will just degenerate and atrophy. So you don't want to support something. So in in knowing those principles, I said, well, what's the opposite of support would be distraction or light stretching. So when I came up with the, the concept, if I put something under the neck, but I let the weight of the head hang over the back of it. That's going to gently distract and gently stretch the curve back into my neck. And over a period of time, actually over three months, I had a perfect cervical curve in my neck due to changing my sleeping position.
0: Wow. So only three months. I mean, that Me, then- three
1: months. I was getting adjusted. I had a slight loss of curve. Some people take okay. six months, some people takes a year based on the level of, of, of dysfunction they have in their neck.
0: One uh, other thing, just um, thinking out loud, you may or may not have an opinion on this, but um, a lot of um, patients in my community, I'm not sure uh, what the curvature looks like in this um, circumstance, but there is this... Um, craniocervical instability with the ligament instability and then it also um, throws off a cascade of you know autonomic nervous system effects and so um, often those patients get prolotherapy and um, their neck to uh, tighten their ligaments because, um, so they can hold their neck. And so um, d- do you think, Do you, well, first of all, do you have any opinion on that? Yeah, I, I, I had a,
1: a very good uh, interview. I interviewed yeah. Dr. Ross Hauser. He uh, is a caring oh, doctor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know him, but I, uh, yeah, he's obviously an expert in this. Yeah. And
1: uh, him and I had a really good didactic conversation. So, so when you The instability causes, so you have hypermobility and then you have hypomobility. Hypermobility is caused from a hypomobile segment and then the body is making up for the hypomobility by increasing range of motion somewhere else. So Mm -hmm. there's still dysfunction in the entire, so let's say you have a cervical spine that has, you know, has, um, you know, seven segments and within those seven segments there's five joints. So you have 35 joints all needing to work together. Well, if you fuse or you restrict 10 of those and only 25 are working, then you're going to have hypermobility in those joints because of the hypomobility somewhere else. So it's all mm-hmm. caused from altered biomechanics, and mm-hmm. it, we still need to look at the biomechanics. And most of the altered biomechanics, and I would say 98 to 99% of those clients, you're going to see a loss of curve and degeneration at C5 and C6. With the, some associated glossopharyngeal, some associated thyroid conditions because of that loss of curve affecting the uh, affecting the, the suboccipital area.
0: What you, I'm curious uh, with Dr. Hauser in your conversation um, is he incorporating your neck nest now with his? Intentions? Yeah, we're we're
1: still, you know, we're we're in communications, uh, you know, him and I and, yeah. and kind of. Work.
0: Yeah, because I'm just thinking it's like a no-brainer, right? Um, so, but I keep me posted. I mean, I really think there's yeah something um, you know exciting there for a lot of patients who are listening. Um, so, um, Peter, so walk us through like your neck nest and you know the how-to's.
1: All right. So the positioning is what's important. I just recently ate my way through Europe on a two-week family vacation, and in one of the nights, I did not have my neck nest. So uh, just because it was too hot, and we were backpacking there were a couple of different places, so I did the okay. same thing with a rolled-up towel, um, you know, Perfect. and created an elevated sleeping position. So it's the positioning. So the 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 idea is, and when I show you this position, most people are going to say, "I cannot do it." Because you're going to look at it, you're going to say, "I snore," or, or, or "my back would be in pain," or "I can't fall asleep like that." The what I what I, I I hear you, I see you, I hear you. What you say matters. I'm trying to be a better listener. Uh, but but we <laughs> want to make sure that you only have to do this for one hour a night. The tissue, especially the older we get, isn't going to be able to handle the stretching over a long period of time. So just focus on the first hour. And then if you're snoring or your spouse thinks, says you're snoring they hit you, roll on your side or get into your position. The goal is to put the neck into distraction for one hour a night. If you happen to fall asleep like that and it becomes three and four hours, that's fantastic. The longer you do it, you might be in a little bit more discomfort in the morning, but the more transformation you'll have over a shorter period of time. So I am going okay. to show you the position I will explain the position while I'm showing it to you, and I'll show you what the key points are, okay?
0: Okay, great. Thank you. All right,
1: so now what I'm going to do here, if you can see, I'll kind of angle this down. I have a little bed here. It's in my little podcast room. Perfect. So this right now, we have a neck nest, and this is the pillow that uh, that I had come up with that I invented. The neck nest is designed. Most people see the the pillows online, and they the ones on on Facebook, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a cervical support." But they're doing what this is doing. They they the back of the head is supported on the back of the pillow, and then you're supporting the neck. Too much support weakens the curves, just like sneakers. That's why we have fallen arches because we're our foots in a support all day long. So so the neck nest is designed to be angled up. And you look at this and you're like, oh, that doesn't look like a pillow, right? It, it isn't, it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a neckness. So, so the way that I, <laughs> that I, we, we teach our, our patients is you put the neckness right here on your shoulders, angled just like that. Then you take the entire row and it goes underneath your neck. Now that the entire neckness is under my neck, the weight of my head is off of the back of the neckness. And my head is not resting on anything. It's basically lightly distracting a curve into my cervical spine.
0: So the back of your head isn't touching your bed.
1: It's not touching the bed, no.
0: Okay. Okay. And I mean, for the average person who gets started, how does that feel at first? That
1: feels unbelievable when you first start. Like you put yourself into Mm -hmm. that position and I'm going to say, 90% of the people I put into that position say, wow, that's really comfortable. And then they get home, they try it. They're like, this is, I can't do this, you know, because, because they're like, well, you know, it's just not, you know, it's not normal because you've never been taught how to sleep. So you're sleeping in a position where you're trying to feel protected. And when you're on your back and you're lying down, you feel exposed, so we have programs online and we, we actually just put together the four week sleep challenge. And within oh, cool. the four week sleep challenge, we teach them the pillar one. The first week is positioning, but how to feel safe in that position in the way that you mm-hmm. feel safe is just like the ostrich sticking its head in the ground. You use pressure. So, mm-hmm. so you would use um, either a sleep mask, right? Which I, I highly recommend people get a, sleep mask because the pressure against your eyes causes a parasympathetic response and allows Mm -hmm. you to relax. And then I have people uh, lie down when they put the neckness. I have them use pressure on their chest, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Pressure on their eyes. So that's creating almost the same thing as when people are on their side trying to feel protected. So remember, we fell asleep as kids trying to feel safe. And we have brought that into adulthood. So it's very difficult to start changing postures and positioning because we go into a sympathetic state. We go into a stressed state just by being in that position. So if we can understand that and know that, listen, we, if we can agree that the structure of the spine is pretty important and then if we can just put our body into that position, create a safe environment, try to sleep in that position for one hour, it's a game changer for the vagus nerve that comes right down, um, you know, mm-hmm. down the uh, front of the neck.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I was just thinking what a weighted blanket, do you have people use weighted blankets Weighted as blanket,
1: well? a pillow, um, yeah, pressure. Yes, yeah, so a weighted blanket is fantastic.
0: Okay, um, and then is the goal to get yourself to be able to sleep on the neck nest the whole night? So
1: I can put a glass of water on my chest and I wake uh-huh. up and that glass of water will still be on my chest. I don't toss and turn. So think about how restful my sleep is because part of the reasons we toss and turn is because the body wants to feel safe because of yeah. temperature regulation and because of pain. So if I can mm-hmm. put myself in a neutral position where my weight is distributed over the greatest surface area, and I put myself into that position and I open up the, 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 the cervical curve, I'm going mm-hmm. to get so much better lift drainage. I'm going to get better lymphatic drainage. I'm going to have better function of my vagus nerve. I'm going to have less rotation in my lower back. Over a period of time, it's a game changer. Your body won't move out of that position. I give myself, Mm -hmm. I give my patients the two hour movie test. I say, try to Mm -hmm. lie down in the position that you fall asleep in and watch a two hour movie. Mm -hmm. And it's not possible because the average person tosses and turns 40 times a night. That's because Mm -hmm. they're, that's because they're in a position that's not sustainable. And then once you fall asleep you're not in control of what's happening. Your subconscious brain is. So we want to fall asleep in a position to give our body the best chance to stay in that position.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Fascinating. Fascinating. I'm going, I have a neck nest. I have to admit I haven't Um, given it a shot yet. And after this, um, you know, conversation, I I definitely am very inspired. Um, And I, you know, I I have so many patients who have like insomnia and poor sleep. And, um, you know, this seems like a, um, you know, just a really missing piece of the puzzle. Um, I'm curious, you know, I have a five-year-old daughter. And so I'm just thinking like, okay, with our children you know is there anything that we can do to teach them you know not to this create- is what
1: I, and i have an 18 year old and a 16 year old yeah. what i will say yeah. to that is good luck right
0: yeah i know i know and, i want to try, I, oh you know, my, try. it
1: is so yeah. hard with these kids it's like it's like their heads are, you yeah. know they're, they're very thick yet yeah, i mean yeah. one of my daughters does really good on her back the other one I I just I just she won't sleep like that and uh, so the next thing you know she's yeah. sleeping you know like this in a chair I'm like oh no. yeah, you know, yeah.
0: A, I know right yeah. I know it just it breaks your heart right It does it's it because
1: I know what that's doing to her I'm like oh yeah
0: yeah. I mean, is it there, a, uh, is it there an age that's too young to start with the
1: neck so, nest? So, yeah, I mean, so a neck nest really is, is 10, 11 years old and, and, and above is where you want to start. It's just be, before that, um, it's, I mean, you can pull, fill out of a neck nest. I started my kids pretty early. Um, but we, you know, we had only started developing it seven years ago. So, um, you know, so it's, it, it, you're right around that that time but the way I, what I what I explained to them is do not get a child a really big 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 hard puffy pillow that does this to their neck really yeah. really soft even some kids can sleep without a pillow you know just something okay. really really small just to allow that extension to happen in the neck
0: Okay. That's good advice. So like a soft pillow or, but you know, kids naturally sometimes don't even want to use a pillow. Um, they like to lie flat. What do you think about, um, I guess, well, you know, there's this idea of inclined sleeping too, right. To get the, um, you know, the, uh, brain to drain at night. So is this brain hop- to drain?
1: This- yes, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> Oh, the way that I, I do not sleep flat, I typically sleep at an elevated sleeping position, probably about five degrees. I have uh, okay. one of those beds that, uh, that work. And in our, it, in our programs, our advanced programs, we teach about elevated sleeping. So I do just a really low key way to um, have people start is to get two pillows uh-huh. Right. I call it my three pillow sleeping system. So you get, yeah. you get two pillows. This is how I slept by the way, in Europe, I put two pillows down. I went upstairs, got some extra pillows from the closet. And then I got a, uh, a towel, let's say a neck nest. And then I, I put this angled on top. And then I slept from my, my butt, right, right from the base of my back. And then I put that neck nest right under there or the, or the towel and I slept slightly elevated. So oh, no. it's sl- like being slightly elevated about a five degrees five to eight degrees is what the um, is what the research says is the best sleeping angle.
0: And your brain is clearly training <laughs> <laughs> so something is working right I, have,
1: no, I, I, I can't stop thinking so that something's got to be something's got to be right.
0: Do you notice if people, you know, track their sleep? That you know, with everybody tracking their sleep with the Aura Ring these days, are you seeing improved deep and REM sleep? Yeah, or my,
1: my biggest. Sleep? So most people, when they ask me, they're like, "How much sleep do I need?" Yeah, I, I'm determining most of the stuff. I don't know how much your 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 listeners know about heart rate variability, like HRV.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk about that for sure. Yeah.
1: So HRV. So you picture day in the morning. Or, or you picture a day when you wake up and you're you're ready for the day, right? You have energy. You're fighting. You're you're you're, you're you know you're, you're you're running on all cylinders. So, so then you want to come up with a target target HIV, HRV. That really H R V reading, whether it's a lot of deep sleep, some you know REM sleep, and what those statistics are, because I mean, your data is really almost only as good as you know, what it it is, it's monitoring it. So it's, everything's off. So what I do is I say, picture that day, let's come up with an HRV and a reading. Then you want to make a target and then you want to do whatever you can to improve that target. So what I find is when people are able to get into good deep sleep or get to shut down the sympathetics, right? That stress response and get into that parasympathetic. That's why I don't believe people always sympathetic stimulate, I believe, the parasympathetic inhibited due to the loss of curve and the pressure on the vagus nerve. But once you start to change your sleeping position and you change the arch, that's going to improve your HRV by 10 to 20% alone, just by changing your sleeping position. You want another up to 20 to 20% improvement, use pressure on your eyes, creating a safe environment while you sleep. So, so there are techniques in the bed that you can, believe it or not, get less sleep and have more performance by Mm -hmm. improving the quality of your sleep. And that's really, you know, my strength in people in my community, in my world, my goal is to just learn a routine to put you to sleep correctly, right? Teach you how to sleep. Then whatever your body does when you're asleep, it's up to your body. I want to own the the 5 to 15, 20-minute sleep ritual that you can do
0: yeah well you're setting the body up right to do what it naturally knows how to do best right at that there's like so much interference right with modern life so no i think this is like a very empowering ritual uh for people to embrace and so um this is great this is a lot of fun i i learned a lot um in our conversation is there anything um, else that you want to share that we haven't covered le- that's left on your heart that you want to share with um, our audience?
1: Well, I just think that when the most people have, the, the most people, let's say, have chronic pain or they have chronic illness, we have to look inside and in, in realize that we're in more control of that than we think, right? The number one defining characteristic of your health and well-being are your daily rituals, what you do on a ritualistic basis to find your health and well-being. And those are defined by our, you know, our thought process, right? What we think drives our actions. So our beliefs drive our actions. So who you surround yourself with and where you're getting your answers really identifies your belief system. So I love what you're doing and, 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 the, and I really appreciate you exposing me to your, 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 your tribe or people for no, no better That's word. Because if, if you can start using different, you want, you, you want better results. You, we got to stop the stinking thinking. And this problem is the stinking thinking coming from, you know, just the fathers, brothers, preachers and teachers that, of the people that you're surrounded with. So my thought, my, 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 my long-winded answer to that question is, is just because we're told, oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah, this is the best leading position on your side. Or uh, oh yeah, yeah 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 oh don't worry you can't you you have uh you, you have you know um, reflux you're a reflux person or, or I'm di- diabetic they they people tend to identify with the disease yes. but remember that's a dysfunction so yeah. so try to do as much as you can to change your mind and to use different resources and you know empower yourself oh I don't sleep well don't no you don't sleep well. Work on getting better sleep. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. exercise. Well, work on changing that, and that is really the the biggest message. My strength is just being able to teach people how their structure affects their function, and then I'm pro- helping people improve that in the bed. You're doing it through Glimp, you know, glimpatic mm-hmm. drainage. I just I, I just love us all working together.
0: Yeah, no, I I love it. It takes a team, and we all have a piece of the puzzle. So, uh, no, great. You know, I'm I'm a very much uh, believer in. Thoughts and emotions and the power of, you know, um, creating, you know, our mindset. So I I love that you added that at the end. So thank you, Dr. Peter. How can people find out more about you and your wonderful work? Oh,
1: you're yeah, the best. So if they <laughs> want to find out about, like, follow me and and to learn some information, they can on Instagram and TikTok. They can go to Dr. S- they can look Dr. Sleep Right. That's kind of my mm-hmm. My stuff. You can follow me. I post a bunch of videos. They want to find out more about transformation and 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 transforming their sleep and look into the neck nest. They can go to necknest.com, n-e-c-k-n-e-s-t.com, and they can find videos there on how to sleep and how to use a neck nest and how to you know use your pillow correctly. You know, so they they uh, those are those two things. Necknest.com, and you can search me on Doctor Sleep Right.
0: Thank you so much. Um, It was really a joy to have you on the podcast and we'll have all of that in the show notes as well. So thank you everyone and have a beautiful day.